Welcome to Sundays from St. Rocks for Ash Wednesday. I do realise the problem with that sentence, but a title something like Sundays from St. Rocks with the occasional Wednesday would not really have worked. I'm Father Michael Gallagher, the parish priest of St. Rocks in Glenaris. As we are still unable to gather in the church for Mass, I hope that this podcast will help you and your families spend some time in prayer as you mark the beginning of Lent with Ash Wednesday. You will hear the readings from the day, a short homily, and a few prayers. Throughout the podcast, there will be periods of silence. Take these moments to think about the words you have heard in the scriptures and to talk to God in your own words. I now invite you to find a comfortable place to settle yourself down for prayer. Let's begin by taking a few slow, deep breaths to help calm our minds and hearts. Remember that you are in the holy presence of God, that he sees you, that he hears you. Tell God what is on your mind and heart today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let us acknowledge our sins and seek the Lord's forgiveness. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may begin with holy fasting this campaign of Christian service, so that, as we take up battle against spiritual evils, we may be armed with the weapons of self-restraint. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. A reading from the book Of the prophet Joel. Now, now, it is the Lord who speaks. Come back to me with all your heart, 
fasting, weeping, mourning. Let your hearts be broken, not your garments torn. Turn to the Lord your God again, for he is all tenderness and compassion, slow to anger, rich in graciousness, and ready to relent. Who knows if he will not turn again, will not relent, will not leave a blessing as he passes, oblation and libation for the Lord your God. Sound the trumpet in Zion, order a fast, proclaim a solemn assembly, call the people together, summon the community, assemble the elders, gather the children, even the infants at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his bedroom and the bride her alcove. Between vestibule and altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, lament. Let them say, Spare your people, Lord. Do not make your heritage a thing of shame, a byword for the nations. Why should it be said among the nations, Where is their God? Then the Lord, jealous on behalf of his land, took pity on his people. Psalm 50 Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion blot out my offence. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offences truly I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone, have I sinned. What is evil in your sight I have done. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervour sustain me. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We are ambassadors for Christ. It is as though God were appealing through us, and the appeal that we make in Christ's name is, Be reconciled to God. For our sake God made the sinless one into sin, so that in him we might become the goodness of God. As his fellow workers, we beg you once again not to neglect the grace of God that you have received. For he says, At the favourable time I have listened to you. On the day of salvation I came to your help. Well, now is the favourable time. This is the day of salvation. The Word of the Lord.
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Be careful not to parade your good deeds before men to attract their notice. By doing this, you will lose all reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give alms, do not have it trumpeted before you. This is what the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win men's admiration. I tell you solemnly, they have had their reward. But when you give alms, your left hand must not know what your right is doing. Your almsgiving must be secret, and your Father, who sees all that is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not imitate the hypocrites. They love to say their prayers standing up in the synagogues and at the street corners for people to see them. I tell you solemnly, they have had their reward. But when you pray, go to your private room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in that secret place, and your Father who sees all that is done in secret will reward you. When you fast, do not put on a gloomy look as the hypocrites do. They pull long faces to let men know they are fasting. I tell you solemnly, they have had their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that no one will know you are fasting except your Father who sees all that is done in secret. And your Father who sees all that is done in secret will reward you. The Gospel of the Lord. It is a shame that we can't gather today to celebrate Ash Wednesday, to mark the beginning of Lent together. Perhaps it feels as though Lent started at midnight on Friday. Many of us may feel that 2020 was its own long Lent. Lent is a season in, in the church given to us to come closer to the Lord. Throughout the year we become distracted by many activities, worries and entertainments, which all diminish our sense of God's presence in our lives. Lent is a time for us to shed some of those distractions so that there is more room in our minds and hearts for God. In that sense, the idea of lockdown, which has become unfortunately familiar to us in Melbourne, actually forces us into a Lenten mindset, albeit outside the timetable given us by the church. We lose many of our activities and have much more time to ourselves. We are forced into something of a more interior life. We find ourselves isolated, feeling a hole in our lives. This experience is often what we try to achieve by our Lenten practices each year. We create the sense of a hole in our lives so that we can fill that hole with God. We simplify our lives so that we are less likely to be distracted from a supernatural outlook. 
We have had too much practice in giving up things in our lives that we enjoy and feeling a hole in our lives. Nevertheless, let's make sure that we use the current opportunity to make more room for God in our daily lives. At the beginning of Lent, we ask for the grace of contrition. We need help to be sorry at times. That may sound strange, but can you think of a time when that has been the case for you? A time when you know you have sinned, displeased God, but that you don't feel very sorry about it. This happens to all of us, because in a sense we become used to our sins. Lent gives us the opportunity to be reminded that habits of sin do not have to remain a part of our lives. That it is possible to conquer them with God's grace. We recognise where we have been sinning regularly and make resolutions to rid ourselves of those habits during Lent. We need to turn to God without reservation, not holding anything back. Sometimes we hold back parts of ourselves, aspects of our lives that we don't want God to touch, because we don't believe that we will be happy if we surrender those parts of our lives. Our psalmist pleaded today, A pure heart create for me, O God. Ask Jesus to purify your heart this Lent and to remove any doubt that a life lived fully for him is the guaranteed path to happiness. The penance of Lent has begun. Our prayers enrich the charity and faith of that penance. For all members of Holy Church, as they repent and do penance in this chosen time, let us pray to the Lord. For the will to discipline ourselves by fasting and self-denial, let us pray to the Lord. For generosity to the poor and the oppressed by practical almsgiving. Let us pray to the Lord. For a return to the sacrament of penance, absolution and reconciliation. Let us pray to the Lord. For our sick, especially Margaret Scanlon, and for all the dead of our parish who have entered a state of purification and mercy, let us pray to the Lord. Take a moment now to consider whom else you need to pray for and ask God out loud or silently your own petitions.
we sum up all these spoken prayers and the silent prayers of our hearts as we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. As we conclude our time of prayer, unite your hearts to the words of this spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for joining us in prayer this Ash Wednesday. We hope you join us again on Sunday. God bless.